Hey y'all, welcome to the first ever episode of Paranormal Chicks. I'm Carrie. I'm Donna. We're so excited that you're here. Um, so today we're going to start with a paranormal story that Donna's going to tell, and then we'll do the true crime one. Given that we're from Mississippi, we thought that the first episode we could do um, Mississippi murders and creepiness, um, just to kind of, you know, creep it real, <laughs> as Donna likes to say. <laughs> Yes. Um, we are joined by a little animal that you might can hear panting and yawning. Marbu. Marge Bougie. <laughs> Marbu Blue. I don't know. We call her different names all the time. Her name's Marley. I don't know why she picked the saddest damn dog name on the planet. I did. Um, um, excuse us, Marley. <laughs> you said her name and now she hit our desk. Right. So. Now she's lit. Thanks. Okay. Now that she's calm. I did not choose Marley's name. The uh, breeder had it, but I did change the spelling to L-E-E, which is like my middle name. That you hate. But it's mine. Keep it in the fam. Yeah. Okay. But that's why she's Marbu. Or Marbougie. Yeah, Marbougie, because she is bougie. I mean, she's a little extra. If you could see her <laughs> banding up with, not tassels, what do we call those? Pom-poms. Yes. Okay, yeah. And it's like... Easter. Um, she looks like an Easter egg. Yes. With her frou-frou. Her hair's frou-frou. We're, yeah. Uh, we'll post a picture of her. Yeah, yeah. She's our mascot. <laughs> but, but she's quiet now, so that's good. Yeah. Because I did, I got her lit for a minute just by looking <laughs> at her. We feed off each other's energy. Um, yes. I'm high energy and crazy, and so is she. And then. That's yeah. why I love both of y'all. I got to poke the bear. <laughs> I did meal prep for the week. Got me some chicken made, cut up some veggies. No, I didn't. I'm a liar. No, I um cut up fruit. <laughs> I cut up a pineapple. Cutting a pineapple is so hard. I was like a legit like pineapple. A, yeah, like I didn't get the canned stuff or the pre-cut. Like I got a whole pineapple and chopped that thing up. I know. You're impressed. I am. My face said it all. <laughs> it's not the first time I've done it. It's hard though. And of course I couldn't find a cutting board. So I had to cut a cutting board the size of a sheet of paper. Legit. If, if, if you know it was that big. So it's pretty interesting cutting up a big old pineapple on this little bitty cutting board. Meanwhile, the cutting board that I needed was in the dishwasher the whole time. <laughs> Who knew to look there? Right? If it was a snake, it would have bitten you. That's a thing. Like, even at work, they're like, if I can't find something, they're like, do you want me to come look? And I'm like, please come help because it will be hiding in plain sight. So you would not be a good eyewitness. Oh, no. No. Although, I will say, I always know what's going on. I just don't know where shit is. <laughs> I know what everybody's doing, and you know, the whole time, but I don't have a clue where anything is. She's lying. She'd be playing Candy Crush and have no idea. It's a damn lie. I don't play Candy Crush at work. Well, I'm talking about a murder thing. Oh, yeah. In life, yes. Yes. <laughs> not at work. No, not at work. But in life, yes. I don't know. And the um, Toy Blast is my new thing, too. It's the new Candy Crush. Sorry, Candy Crush. You're still my <laughs> my heart and soul. If you want to sponsor us, I mean... <laughs> This is not an ad. For you skippers out there, this is not an ad. Right. Right. This is just the love of my life. Candy Crush. Yes. Her longest relationship. It doesn't, you know, it, oh, Marley just laid her head on my foot. Oh. Um, Candy Crush, you know, it's always there when I need it. It gives me daily gifts. It's fun. Never turns out. Oh my God. It's your sugar daddy. Oh, mind blown. Bonna. That, that's not how that goes. No, but it. Yeah, I don't even know what I just did. Banana, uh, like it's not like I said, like a minion saying banana. Right. That's what I said. Oh my god! 
<laughs> so I do voiceovers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> She's on Fiverr or whatever that thing what that is. is. That website that it's like you can have someone do something for $5. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Could you hire someone to kill someone for $5? I don't know. I mean, maybe on the Craigslist. Craigslist killer? He was for free. <laughs> I don't know though, because people do some stupid stuff for some cheap stuff. Could I say stuff again? <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. We're going to get the hang of this. Yeah, yeah. This is just round one. Stick with us. It's going to get better. Oh, I'm going? Yeah. Today? Go okay. First. All right. So, like I said, I think I said this earlier that we are both from Mississippi. I actually chose a murderer. From our town. I don't think you've ever heard of it before. Oh, like Hattiesburg. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hattiesburg. Picture it. Sicily. 19. I know. She's my, my Oh, my spirit. gosh. Sophie. Oh. Sophie. Okay. Sophie. Who am I? That's like. That yeah. shows my thing. And I just yeah. I mean, she has it on DVD. I have every season on DVD. And I have watched. <laughs> oh, we're talking about Golden Girls. If you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. And I have watched it with director's cut. Oh my gosh. Every episode. Um, I was on Twitter looking and some of the um, podcasters, like where we hope to be, mm-hmm. um, they had a meme, I guess it would be. <laughs> Apparently I'm like 80 and I don't know like <laughs> jargon. Who says jargon? You know, whatever. Whatever the kids say. Um, <laughs> whatever the newfangled thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but they had Golden Girls, like Ghostbusters, but it was Golden Girls. And it was just cute because it was all like women podcasts, but it's oh, like yeah, yeah, paranormal yeah. and true crime stuff. Oh, cool. It was just really cute. Hmm. Cute. Right. I mean, I'd be Rose and Blanche mixed. Mm. I am 100% Dorothy. Through and through. With a sad of Sophia every so often. Yeah. With a little, like her little. Because you can be savage. But but Dorothy's savage AF yeah. too, though. She yeah. will tell you. Sh- she's, I don't know. Especially to Rose. Because <laughs> you know, you know there's nothing worse in life than an idiot. God. <laughs> I mean, I feel like. As it says the girl who's doing a murder podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so maybe there's worse things in life. But it's yeah. annoying. Well, you know what? The killer was an idiot. How about True. that? There we go. There we go. Uh, man, if you had a shirt on today that he got when he went to Disney, and it was a um, Seven Dwarf shirt, and it said, um, I'm only grumpy because you're dopey. Ha! <laughs> I know. I was like, That's if that funny. shirt is not him because he's a mini carry, I was like, if that shirt is not us, I don't yeah, know who he is. That is funny. So, okay. So, the <laughs> murder that we're going to talk about today. The moida. Yes. Murder. Yeah, okay. that was me trying to do that. See, I can do uh, voiceovers. Fiverr, Dimer, <laughs> or whatever that thing is you website. Oh, my God, Fiverr, um, Oh, my God, my, my murderer's name, his last name is Dahmer, and that's Fiverr, Dimer, Dahmer. Oh, my God. That's going to be the title of the podcast. Fiver, I mean, the, the episode. episode Fiverr, Dimer, Dahmer. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay. Vernon Dahmer. All right, he was. I know he didn't. You were dead. I mean, he. (laughs) I am paranormal. I've been dead for ten years. years. (laughs) If y'all know where that's from, hit us up. You are our people. Yes, if you know that that is from a show and what show it is, we're not telling you. You have to just know. (laughs) You better Google it. Um. Okay. So Vernon Dahmer. He was born in 
on March 10th of 1908. 1908. Mm-hmm. And in Forest County, which is where we live, Forest mm-hmm. County, Mississippi. Um, and he was um, born biracial of Caucasian and African-American, okay. which you think about 1908. Yeah, that's that was big. Even bigger, though. So his mom was Ellen Luvina Kelly. His mom, was, his dad, he didn't have two moms. <laughs> that, that would have been, been really progressive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. His dad was George Washington Dahmer. So his dad was um, a white guy, Caucasian man. Um, I thought it was funny that it was said, um, the Wikipedia had mm-hmm. said that his his dad was identified as an honest, hardworking man with outstanding integrity. I don't know why I felt the need to say that. but Yeah, because he was white. And because he had a kid. Like, okay, so Dahmer's um, mom, Ellen Kelly, she was biracial, too. And so I think that's probably why they said that about uh, old yeah. George was because, oh, he's upstanding citizen. Yeah. Even though he, um, Mississippi in the 1800s. Right. Okay. But and his, now still, too. It's better. It is better. It is better. I'm not going to jank Yeah, we're not going to be. I'm, I'm not. No, I no, 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 I know. Like, no, 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 I know. Um, okay, so his mom, though, like I said, was biracial. Um, her mom was also biracial. That's the, that should be the name of this episode, biracial. No. Um, so Henrietta, who would have been um, Vernon's grandma, mm-hmm. she was born out of out of wedlock with a white slave owner and one of the Ooh. slaves. Right? Oh my gosh! That was in a movie. Um, but then she was later given, like after the slave. Had her, she was given to a black family. Um, so she was raised African American. So interesting. Yeah. Know. But um, so uh, Vernon Dahmer, he went to high school in Bay Springs, which is south of us, right? Yeah, south. I didn't do well in geography. So <laughs> there's that. Um, okay. But he um, only went to high school until 10th grade and then didn't ever graduate. Um, and he was light skinned enough, they said, that he could pass as white yeah um but he didn't he chose to to live as a as a black man so that he could see how people who are black in mississippi during that time understand what they faced and help with the civil rights movement yeah so he was pretty cool um so he was married three times his first wife they had um i think they had four kids together um, but then they got divorced, which I thought was, again, still pretty progressive. Yeah. Dahmer was, him and his family were extremely progressive yeah. at the time. Um, but so in 1949 is when he got remarried again. Um, hey. That's your that's, mom. My mom was born. was born. Yeah. My dad, too. Yep. Actually, I asked, side note, I asked my mom and dad if they remembered this. Yeah. Um, and they did. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, okay. They're going to call in. And yeah. <laughs> we're going to have... That that's more technology than we can. Yeah, uh, we're not there yet. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, but his wife, Aura Orally Smith, she passed away from an illness. It didn't say. It didn't say what. Um. So then that's when he married his third wife, and she was a teacher. Um. That they met while working for the school board. They married in March of 1952. So they had two kids together that added to the six that he had with his previous two wives. So they had six plus two, eight. Yeah. So a lot of kids, right? Yeah. Um, And it was seven boys and one girl. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? No. Could you imagine the grocery bill? 
No. But he owned a farm. So oh, that there's that. <laughs> that's why he that's was right. Yeah, oh, my he was gosh. Like, yes. I can't be feeding these growing boys. No. Yeah. So, okay. So, he was a farmer, and his wife was a school teacher. She taught in Richton. How weird is that? That's like 10 minutes down the road from us. Yeah. Second. I thought that was cool. So, okay. He was not only a farmer. He was a music director and a Sunday school teacher at his local church. He was, like, very well-respected and known in the community. Um, he had a grocery store, a sawmill, Dang. a planting mill. I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> and a cotton farm. So Jack of all trades. Uh, right. Master of none? I don't know. Well, you don't know him. I know. He could have been. What? <laughs> I don't know. Y'all are right. I? <laughs> <laughs> Except for that's not the point, but varsity blues. Um, okay. So his big thing was he wants to make a life for his family. He wants to provide. And he also wants to have all these companies or these businesses so that he could hire other people in the community and help them kind of get a leg up and, and, you know, move on that way. He would hire um, white and black workers. He never discriminated. And he was really involved in the civil rights movement. He was actually for two terms, the president of the NCAA no, that's <laughs> NCAA is uh like sports. Yeah, NAACP. Well, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. sounded right. Yeah, it's it's a, something you knew. <laughs> NAACP, but he so his big thing with the NAACP was um, voter registration. So he would have all these voter registration drives. He had them at his farm. He had them at his grocery store. Like he had a voter registration book that he kept at his grocery store. So people could come in and register to vote and it'd be easier for them. Yeah. Because he, okay. In 1949, he was about to um, get out. Like he was like making out his voter registration card Mm -hmm. when old Luther Cox we don't like him. Oh, okay. We don't. He's not. He's not nice. So he, he's the idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So he was um trying to keep black men and women from registering to vote. And so how they would, you know, with all like the poll tax and all of that. The yeah. other thing that he would do to stop uh, people from registering, they had to answer this question correctly. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Let's see if you know the answer. Oh my gosh! On the spot. You ready for this? How many bubbles are in a bar of soap? What? <laughs> yes. That's the question. The in, yes. That How he would ask them. Bubbles? Infinity? Yeah. Like, I, mean, I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure he's dead. But I It depends like, on how you lather. It, I mean, you is know? it dove? Is it dial? Very, do you have right. hard water, soft water? Yes. I mean, so many variables. What? That's yeah. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Wow. How many bubbles in a bar of soap? I know how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll. One, two, three. <laughs> three. I watch a lot of TV. Um, yeah. So, so of course, yeah. old Vernon didn't know how many bubbles, right? Yeah. And so, because of that, there were a bunch of leaders in the Forest County Black community, including Dominer, Dominer <laughs> that they, but they filed suit against Luther Cox and his whole administration for um, violating the voting laws. Mm -hmm. So 
after that, it was 12 years later that, like, the courts finally reviewed it. And Dahmer testified in court against Luther Cox. And they used his testimony to show a pattern of Luther Cox and his discrimination, um, you know, throughout the county. Yeah. So, of course, people were kind of up in arms about old Vernon. But the other thing that he did was he was not only involved in the NAACP, there was this, um, it was called the Student Nonviolent Violent Coordinating Committee. Mm-hmm. The I want to call it the SNCC. It's the SNCC. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what they call Oh, is that it. really what they do? Yeah. Oh, God. I've never heard that. Yeah. She was a history major. She knows yeah. things. <laughs> um, okay. So, he worked with SNCC, or, no, just kidding, the SNCC, <laughs> um, to get these kids out and voting and, and all part of that. Um, and then what he also did was he would um, use those kids to kind of help get people registered to vote and all of that. So... The other thing that he did, uh, this is a name you'll know, um, in the 50s, he worked with Medgar Evers, which we know. He was um, really, uh, there was like a whole movie about him being shot. Oh. Yeah. um, Yes. One of the most famous um, Mississippi civil rights movement leaders, or or movement leaders, not just in Mississippi, I think, um, in the country, really. So they founded a youth chapter him and Medgar Evers of the NAACP. Um, but it didn't last very long. Um, I don't know why. I didn't say why. But so, but Dahmer's farm was kind of a place for these kids to kind of get away. Again, like I said, they would use his farm for registration projects to help get the community involved and voter registration up and that sort of thing. Um, and then he also worked with the Coalition for Free and Open Elections. I told you this already. He had kept that voter registration book in his grocery store. Yeah. Um, that was like in like 1965. I One of his biggest quotes that he said, like even up into his deathbed was, um, if you don't vote, you don't count. Because um, uh-huh. he was saying like, it's, you know, you yeah. have to vote. And this is our rights. And if we want change and all these things. And so the other thing that he would do is he would pay the poll tax for people really? so that they could vote mm-hmm. if they couldn't afford it. I mean, yeah. he's not just like, you get a, you get a poll tax. <laughs> you get a poll tax. I mean, if they couldn't afford it. So who do you think that this perked the ears up of? Mm-hmm. 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 Members of the Mississippi white knights that were a clan group. Yeah. So they kept a good close eye on him. Um, the Imperial wizard was of the Mississippi white knights um, was Sam Bowers. And supposedly the Mississippi white Knights were one of the most, um, not aggressive is not the word I want to use, but like vicious. Yeah. They were like the baddest of the bad kind of thing, you know, yeah. of, of, of how God awful the clan was. Yeah. This sect was even worse. Yeah. So I thought this was funny, um, or just like a weird word, but he spoke to local cloud, uh, yeah. Clavern. Like clan and tavern, clavern, oh, clavern, <laughs> clever. <laughs> Only not because you're the clan and we hate you. Yes. So, but so there, so they hated Vernon Dahmer because they he was doing so much for the civil rights movement yeah. and voter registration and paying these poll taxes and trying to get these everyone involved. And so they were keeping out, keeping an eye on him. And at one of the clan's meetings, Bauer would often say that Dahmer was a Project 3 or a Project 4. 
And it later, um, Klansmen who were there said that Project 3 meant arson and Project 4 meant murder. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. I think when you have code names or something, it just makes it even more, like, sinister. Sin- I was going to say sinister. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. So, the poor Dahmers, they had it started in um, 1965, which is kind of when all this, like, the bigger, when he, like I said, he was having the voter registration in his grocery store and everything was kind of, that's when it was starting to come to a head. So, he and his family were having to sleep in ships because they were getting so many death threats. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so you have to think about how many kids they had. Yeah. And well, maybe that. that was a good thing because they would have, well, like, more no, people. Well, um, Four of his sons were actually in the military and oh. didn't live at home. So it may have only been, just from what I've read, it may actually have only been the daughter that was still at home. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. That's the only one that they mention when they talk about the murder. Okay. Yeah, spoiler alert. He gets I was going to say, uh, spoiler. <laughs> That's kind of pointless. But, yeah. You know. Okay. So they it could have been, I survived. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it could have been. But I feel like I would have prefaced it with, this is an I survived because it's like, because I'm like, okay, it's a horrible story, but he lives, but he don't. Yeah, he did. He did for more than 10 years. <laughs> okay. So, like I said, they were uh, sleeping in shifts and he kept a shotgun on his nightstand um, so that if they heard gunshots, they could, you know, get up and run and fight back. And then they would always have to keep their curtains drawn so that people couldn't see in at night. Yeah. And you know, I, okay, this is the... Um, First world problems in me is that, you know, that's terrible. What? Other than my first thought of, oh, my God, that's sad. But, yeah. oh, my God, how hot were they? Oh, you know, they didn't yeah. have air. Nobody had air back then. Yeah. So, and Mississippi is hot AF. Yes. And so, can you imagine? No. Well, I will say that this actually happened in January. So, maybe they didn't. Maybe well, they then hot. they were probably cold. But why would they be cold? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Why would they be cold? Okay. I ruined that. That's yeah. my fault. <laughs> All right. So they were doing all this to, to be alive, right? Well, on January 10th, 1966, he was, the family was awoken to a blaring horn that was the horn of their car that was stuck because their car got, was caught on fire. Oh my gosh. What was that? Project three? Right. Yes, actually. <laughs> um, so the car was set on fire and then Molotov cocktails oh. were thrown into the house and his store. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So they burned down his store. They burned his car and then threw all that stuff inside. So they woke up to the sound of the horn. Yeah. Shotguns flying through the air. Um, and like I said, the Molotov cocktails being thrown in the window yeah. and crashing on the ground and. Um, waking them up. So, of course, the house catches on fire. Oh. I, the worst way to go. Yeah. If you had, I mean, like, think about it. What's the worst way to die? Right. Fire. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Drowning would be kind of bad, too. I think those kind of go neck and neck. Yeah. But burning would hurt so bad. Right. That's what I was going to say. I think you would be more awake yeah. with burning than drowning. Golly. Oh, God. It just breaks my heart. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. So... Um, and surviving burning, too, though. I know. Like, I know. That's a lot of rehab, a lot of everything. Yes. So it's, like, bad. Yes. Um. Okay. So they're shooting up all the house. And so his wife, Ellie, goes to grab the kids. Well, it just says the children. It doesn't say how many live there or anything like that. Yeah. Um. That's when the house catches on fire. So 
as she's like in the back of the house, picture it. Well, she's like in the back of the house, like trying to get the kids out of this burning house. He's standing in the front door, firing back at the Klansmen who are firing guns on him and his family. And so in order to distract them while she got their daughter, Betty out. Yeah. They all made it out of the house though. Oh my gosh. I I know. Everybody made it out of the house, but he was burned from the waist up. And the daughter had um, lots of burns, like, on her arms and stuff. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. So, the Dahmer's home, grocery store, and the car were all destroyed. So, he he was taken to the hospital. And um, that's where he died, was from the... The his lungs being severely burned from the smoke inhalation. Oh, my God. You know what that reminds me of? Don't say it. Spoiler. Oh. You think people haven't seen it? Maybe. Okay, Mm. never mind. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like we could say it. If you... If you haven't seen it yet. Okay. If you have not watched This Is Us, skip ahead. <laughs> Press the skip forward button. Yes. But that reminds me of Jack. I know. I know. I thought that too. Well, you know what? When you said like they all made it out, I was like, oh, good. And then I was like, oh, but then you make it to that point where you think you're out of the woods like Jack mm-hmm. and Rebecca did. Mm-hmm. And then at the hospital, you don't even, you know, think... That's how you're going to make it. Like, yeah. I've survived the fire. Well, and you're in medical care, especially. Yeah. You know, I mean, and granted, this was 1960, early 1966. So, yeah. it wouldn't be the same as now. But I feel like. Well, I mean, that was in the 80s, huh? Late 70s, I think. Well, I mean, that's fake. I, but. I know it's fake. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> They're real, okay? Jack and Rebecca are not real. <laughs> Kate and Toby, Maybe. <laughs> Sansa's fat suit. Uh, spoiler, they might not know that. Um, if you don't know, okay, if you watch the show mm-hmm. and you don't know that, you don't read anything about the show then. So you're not a true fan. True. I said it. We're going to get emails. Now. Oh, we'll maybe get an email. <laughs> I want people to listen. Yeah. Unless it's to tell us what we're doing wrong. Then we don't care. No, we no, don't. No, we I'm do. Kidding. I'm, we kidding. Do. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We just won't listen. Yeah. <laughs> we may not change anything, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, we got to the hospital, um, and that's where he died. But before he died, he told a local newspaper reporter, I have been active in trying to get people to register to vote. People who don't vote are deadbeats on the state. I figure a man needs to do his own thinking. What happened to us last night can happen to anyone, white or black. At one time, I didn't think so, but I've changed my mind. God. I wonder I wonder what changed his mind. I mean, yeah. not changed his mind, I, but, like, I wonder, I don't know. Because, you know, I feel like that that's so introspective and aware and, yeah. you know, I mean, he well, just he was killed was, by essentially white supremacists. Yeah. Well, he was just so progressive. True. True. His you whole know? life. Yeah. He had no choice but to be. Yeah. True. True, true, true. So everyone in the Hattiesburg area was up in arms. Like it was a huge deal. Um, because I feel like too, um, I don't know anything about history, but I feel like this was also when we were kind of getting to the end of segregation yeah. and like the civil rights movement, not the civil rights movement yeah. ended, but you yeah. know what I mean? Like where they were starting to it was getting better. Yeah. Um, and so people were pissed. That this happened. Um, so the Chamber of Commerce was being run by, um, what at the time it was William Carey College. Now it's university, William Carey University. But their president and this, uh, well, his name, I don't I don't know how to say his name. Dr. <laughs> Ralph Noon 
Kister. Nooncaster. Nooncaster. No, Nooncaster. Oh. I don't know. Whatever. And Bob Beach. His is easy. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Um, so, but they, so it was pretty cool though, because not, I mean, this God awful thing happened where these horrible people came in and, you know, tried to destroy this man that was trying to make the community so great. And the community really rallied behind him and his family and to rebuild their home. Um, and so a lot of communities donated materials and stuff to, (laughs) um, anyway, to, to like fix their house. And so I thought that was really cool that there were so many people behind them. um, Yeah. To, it's kind of like, sorry to cut you off, no, but it's fine. kind of like the the white supremacists, they tried to tear him down, but in doing that, they made the community stronger together. You know, like it, yeah. I mean, it's terrible that he had to die, but you know what I mean? Like they did not succeed. Right. And in fact, they created the opposite. Yeah. They totally um, failed. Yeah. And so, like I said, all those businesses were donating materials. Um, there were local unions that donated their skilled skilled services like plumbers and other union things <laughs> um and then the, some students from the university of southern mississippi oh that's Woo-woo. that's where us. we went to school um they the students volunteered their labor too which was obviously unskilled um but bob beach the other thing that he did was he set up um college funds for gofundmes <laughs> i don't think those were around <laughs> But if someone wants to pay off my student loans, (laughs) I'll take it. But so he set up um, college funds for Dahmer's kids, which I thought was really cool. Um, But like I said earlier, four of his sons were still were in the military, and so they all like had to leave their post to come home to kind of take it, take care of everything. And when I was looking up the stuff for this, I was on um, the Clarion Ledger, and they had um, an article about it, and there was the most heartbreaking but poetic picture. Of his four sons in their military uniforms, yeah. standing on the rubble and ash of their house. Wow. It was... We'll try to post that on the okay. Uh, blog. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Because it was just, like, the most poetic yeah. sight of them. You know, I, I, it, I'm sure this isn't how it happened, but this is how it pictured in my head. They, like, literally get off the plane or bus or whatever yeah. from their their post in the military and just come straight straight to the house yeah. to see the wreckage so i just sorry also i was thinking you know he has four sons that's fighting in the military uh-huh. and it's like oh it just makes me so mad yeah, he has these upstanding citizens he you know he's amazing his kids are amazing yeah. his wife is a teacher yeah i mean they provide jobs for the community they provide I mean, they're these amazing citizens. Yeah. That it's like, that's who we should be. They're literally living the American dream. Yeah. And yeah. So, okay. One thing that did happen that was um, really cool after the murder was that this made it all the way to the White House. Wow. Mm -hmm. Lyndon B. Johnson ordered an immediate FBI investigation. Really? Yes. Do you know what the only thing I can think about when I see Lyndon B. Johnson? Hey, hey, LBJ, how many kids are you going to kill today? Yes. <laughs> In what grade was that? Nine. Nine. Okay. Oh, and you know, you should probably know. Donna and I have known each other since second grade. Yes. In second grade, Donna was the cool kid <laughs> that got to wear shorts to school. I did too, but not I feel when like it was that's not below. cool. <laughs> I mean, 
so when it was chilly, Donna got to wear shorts. And I, I literally can remember being in second grade and being like, but mom, Donna gets to wear shorts. <laughs> she didn't say the cliche, well, I'm not done as mom. I don't know why my mom sounds like that. That's not how she sounds. <laughs> she's <though>. very deep. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, she's actually like, well, Karen, shit. Oh, my God. That's literally her. Yes. So she'd kill me for saying that. Sorry, mom. <laughs> if you're listening. Oops. Um. <laughs> So, she probably said it while she was listening yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah, I said, well, here's shit. And she went, shit. She said that I say shit. <laughs> that is 100% accurate. Oh, God. Love her. God, I love her. Okay, so the FBI comes in, and they're like, no, we know you did this. Mm-hmm. The White Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. And so um, they end up indicting like not nine or 14 people and sometimes that's some things i saw i know that's like uh nine or 14 yeah but no the reason why i say that's because one thing like one thing said nine one thing said 14 people yeah um so but they indicted them on federal conspiracy charges one of the guys um only spent like six years in prison but he was never tried for the actual murder and um all of them were pardoned wow later Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's fun. That's ridiculous. Um, but one, okay, seeing in this as 13 were brought to trial. Pick a number. Any right. Number. Someone could not count. No, no. Um, okay. But this, okay, this may be where the confusion's happening, though. It says 13 were brought to trial, eight on charges of arson and murder, four were convicted, and does this not sound like a Southern name? Billy Roy Pitts. Wow. But we don't like him, though. He was Sam Bowers, the like mm-hmm. head guy. He was um, his bodyguard. Ugh. And he's an idiot because he dropped his gun at the scene. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he's the one. How that, not to get away with murder. Right. <laughs> so he's the one that was um, faced three years of a federal sentence. But those are the ones that got pardoned wow. within four years. Yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. So old Sam Bowers, the Imperial Wizard. That sounds so stupid. You know what I think about when I hear wizard? Oh, wait. From the Flintst- Flintstones? No, but that is what they sound like. Yeah. yeah. What were they called? I don't know. Like, I want to say the Grand Poobah or something. Yes, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. I think that is it. Well. Okay, okay. sorry. Wizards. What do you oh, think about wizard? Harry okay. Potter? No. I've never oh, seen Harry Potter. Me neither. I know. That's going to be the email. <laughs> um, I hope. Email us. I know. Email us. Okay. No. When, when I was a kid, we had... This massive computer, because it was like late 80s, maybe early 90s, but I'm thinking it had, well, maybe early 90s, because I was like trying to type and stuff. But we yeah. had this game. It was back when the floppies were like the actual, like, like huge, like actually floppy. Yeah. Like they, yeah. And it was like, don't touch the thing. Cause yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that out. thing. Yeah. yeah. And we had a game called, I think it was called Typing Wizard. And so you had to type words and you had this uh-huh. wizard that would like keep this, <laughs> like, it was a dragon, but it looked like a bush. I know. I don't it was know. really pixelated. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he would like, if you were doing good, it would keep that like monstery dragony bush out. <laughs> yeah. But if you like started messing up, then he would like scorch your wizard and he would God. turn to ash and die. God. I know. But that's what I think about when I hear the word wizard. <laughs> I, I picture that little blue wizard like, with his wand while you're trying to type. I'm just like, don't mess up. Okay. So the old wizard, Sam Bowers. Uh huh. Who they were like, okay, he's the one that ordered this murder. Um, They tried him four times for this. Wow. Every single time he was like, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. 
I oh my gosh. I believe the fifth. I had to say it four times. Four trials. Yeah. Each trial ended in a mistrial. Oh my God. And that, like, it was like, no. Yeah. What the hell? So, you know, you can see there's still that, like, good old boy, like, of course. He is a white man. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's a wizard. Uh, true, true. I mean, can you argue with the wizard power? Right. You can, actually. <laughs> because Uh-oh. there's a happy ending. Yay. We, we like happy ending. <laughs> Girl, she said it. <laughs> Oh, and, you know, here's the thing, too. There was a lot of stuff about, like, in the late mid to late 70s that old um, Bowers was, like, doing this, ca- like, casino ring. Because, mm-hmm. okay, gambling's a thing in Mississippi. We love to gamble. We have a lot of casinos up in North Mississippi and South Mississippi. They used to be actually boats. So we yeah. call it, like, let's go to the boats because the casinos were actually on the water. Um, but after Katrina and it, like, literally picked them up and put them on land, they're like, hey, let's keep them here. Yeah. <laughs> let's not put boats back. So so casinos were a thing, right? So it's yeah. not because he had a casino. It was because they were shady and mm-hmm. they weren't registered with the state and of doing course. all this. So it's like, I just wanted to be like, you're a piece of shit, dude. Yeah. You are... Doing everything all these, that's wrong. Uh-huh. And killing this man that was amazing for the community mm-hmm. and a leader and had yeah. these great kids that were in the military. I mean, not that, like, being in the military makes you better than anybody, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, like, fighting for their country and standing up for what they believe in. There's and, virtue in that. Yes. Morality in that. Yeah. And then breaking the law over here. The guy yeah. who, who not only well, broke the law because of the arson and the whole murder thing, but then like running this casino ring thing and it's like Yeah. I just the I don't know if irony is the right word because Alanis Morissette taught us the wrong definition of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but you know like it's like just what what a piece of crap man. Yeah. So so he was kind of sort of in trouble here and here and there. But twenty five years later they reopened the case. And so it was in nineteen ninety eight. I have a confession. I think I remember this. Really? Yeah. I don't, I mean, like, I don't remember, like, Wizard Bowers. You yeah. know, like, it's not like I remember that much. But I remember that time where a lot of the white supremacists in Mississippi were old. Yeah. And they were retrying them with this new evidence. Oh, and, yeah. And they were saying, like, no, we're not putting up with this. You killed these people. I don't care if you're 98 years old. You're going to jail. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what happened here. They, um, there was a bunch of evidence that they found. And so, um, the case was open for seven years. Wow. Um, but they finally ended up convicting him and he was sentenced to life in prison in 1998. And he died in the Mississippi State Penitentiary in November 5th, 2006. He was 82. Wow. Mm-hmm. So. 86, 80, we were one. Not what? Where'd you get 86? Oh, he was 86. He was 80. Did I say 86? He was 82. Oh, no. I'm really bad with numbers, y'all. Clearly. <laughs> when did he die? 2006. 2006. We were in our third year of college. Yeah, sorry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Math, numbers. I promise we're educated. That's why I spent all day trying to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, work. No. <laughs> it's Sunday. Oh, yeah, Sunday. I was like, uh, if your boss doesn't listen, I forgot it's Sunday. Womp, womp, womp. Um, so I thought I had a good quote from his, um, son that I can't find it now, of course, but his, his sons were just basically like, he's amazing. My, you know, my, my dad was amazing and I appreciate the, um, 
state representatives, you know, opening this back up and digging for all this new evidence. And, you know, we really appreciate it kind of thing. That was cool that it was yeah. in Hattiesburg. Yeah. Okay. So also some more good news, too. Oh, lots okay. Of, lots, of, lots of honors for him. That's um, so cool. So, yeah. So I think I wasn't clear on that, too. The investigation opened in 1991. And then it was like a seven-year investigation. Yeah, and okay. 98 was when he was convicted. Um, and then it was the then district attorney, Glenn White. Oh, okay. When did his daughter go to high school with us? Yeah. That's cool, right? Yeah. I didn't know he's a district attorney. Um, Me neither. But, um, so he's kind of like who started the whole thing, and then the legislature funded the new investigation. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like, no, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it's like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yes. <laughs> um. So in 1986, they... Wait, is it six degrees? Of Kevin Bacon? Yeah, six degrees. Oh, my God. Numbers. Six degrees of separation. And then this six degrees of Kevin oh. Bacon or whatever. But six degrees of separation is, like, the thing. Yeah. And then Kevin Bacon is everywhere. Yeah. So that's but did I, I say seven? You did, but I knew what you meant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so they de- dedicated a park to him in Hattiesburg. There's, like, this whole um, civil rights movement um, collection at William Carey University that like he's a big part like his his name and like there's he was like honored with wow. it um his his widow Ellie which I love that name Ellie, yeah that's such a good like you know you could like an Ellie could be a three-year-old but it could also be like a 96 year old yeah like that's one of those names that like grows up with you not yeah. like Virginia yeah could you see Virginia as like a three-year-old right no now? that's actually my aunt's name she goes by Ginger. Sorry, Dan Ginger. <laughs> um, but she goes by Ginger, you know? Yeah. Um, my uncle calls her Virginia, though. I think it's cute. Like, he's the <laughs> only one that calls her that. I think it's precious. Um, but his wife was actually kind of carried on his tradition and was elected the election commissioner in Forest County. And she was that for more than a decade. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's that cool? awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, the in 2016... So just like hop skipping two years ago, um, <laughs> the Mississippi State Legislature um, was honoring like civil rights movement or civil rights activists, and uh-huh. January tenth is the day died, and they um, designated that Vernon Dahmer Day. Wow, isn't that crazy? Yes, I feel bad that I didn't know this. I know. Okay, so cool thing though, because I really did. I asked my parents today. I was like, so because. He died in 66. So my mom would have been 15. My dad would have been 16. And so I was like, I asked them separately. Yeah. Um, not because of anything. They just were, what was <laughs> you in the were kitchen? testing what was in the memory? Why did just not, you know. Um, and mom's response was, I don't know. I was a teenager. I don't, I wouldn't pay attention to anything like that. But that was dad's initial reaction too. Um, mm-hmm. was, I don't know. I was a teenager. I didn't really pay attention to anything. And he was like, well, actually, um, he said that there were a lot of protests that happened like after he died and um, that he said that because of that FBI interrogation or uh, interrogation <laughs> investigation that Hey, Hey, LBJ mm-hmm. called up. I don't think we ever said where that came from. Cause oh. I did sidebar about how long we knew each other. So they're probably like, girl, what? Yeah. Okay. So our teacher in our high school um, history teacher, mm-hmm. Apparently, there was a saying back in Vietnam. Yeah, that, from Kent State. Yeah, the hey, hey, LBJ, how many kids you're going to kill today was when he was um, making all these kids go into the draft and go into yeah. Vietnam. So that's what, where that came from. It's a terrible saying, but it was true. Yeah. And again, it was, I still feel like part of that whole like civil rights and like just human rights movement from that time. 
that's still going on yeah, now. I mean, it, totally still I mean, going on. You know, we, it's, it's amazing to kind of see that this is. But it's also kind of sad that. That we still have to have yeah. movements for yes. human beings to be humans. Yes. Well, Marley just got down. Yeah, sorry. Down, so. <laughs> um, but so, it wasn't a ghost. It was a dog. Yes. The ghost stories later. Yeah. But dad said that this was kind of like the big, like the last big hoorah for the. Um, grand Poobah. Yeah. For the Grand Poobah. Was it? Yeah. But of the clan. Like that this was yeah. like one of the last big like murders that they committed during that time because the FBI were starting to crack, was starting to crack down. Yeah. Like. And so I thought that was cool that he knew that like, yeah. Hey, there, yeah, there were lots of protests and the FBI, because they came in and immediately did that investigation, yeah. the Klan kind of like squirreled back away and retreated with their tails tucked because yeah. the piece of shit that they are. And, um, you know, that was their last big. Yeah. You know, mama, my mom, <laughs> um, she said like when we were younger, obviously, um, the clan marched in uh, in town. And Is this when she lived in Mobile or when? No, here. here, here. here. Okay. And uh, it's when we lived like by the police department okay. and stuff. And so it was in the newspaper that they were going to have a clan march, you know, all this stuff. And so everyone was like up in arms about it, mm-hmm. you know. And so, of course, my mom was very nosy. Um, and so she went to see it because mm-hmm. she wanted to see. And like they had all these police that had to yeah. protect them, you know? Um, but it was like, she, I, I can't quote her, but you know, um, she was like, it was like four old men. Oh, wow. You know? And it's like, like all these big policemen ready for the fight. That yeah. It could be. It, but it's just like sad, like give it up. Yeah. You're old. Oh, Everyone doesn't freaking care. Yeah. You know, like it was just so sad. Yeah. Because it's like, what? But it was just so funny that, you know, everyone was up in arms and then it's like, oh, they have no power anymore. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, whatever. Wow. Ugh. But whatever. Yeah. So that's uh, Vernon Dahmer, not to be confused with Jeffrey. I know. There's a whole other podcast we could do. <laughs> yeah. That will be later. Yes. Okay. Um. Okay. So my story mm-hmm. is Kuhn Memorial State Hospital. It's spelled K-U-H-N. Okay. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. I'm intrigued. It's in Mississippi? It's in Vicksburg. Oh, yeah. Up there with all that. Um, yeah. Revolutionary. Civil War. That not. Stuff. See, yeah. history. <laughs> not a history book. One of the wars, it happened there. Yeah. People died, there's ghosts. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it started out as Vicksburg's, can I say that word? Easy for you. Yeah, City Hospital in 1832. Cool. That's old. Yes. And it started because of a smallpox outbreak. Mm-hmm. So then it helped with the wounded soldiers in the Civil War. That's how I knew it. No, see, you tricked yeah. me. You make it sound like you knew. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Um, Take that history degree. <laughs> then in 1878, yellow fever struck. And so then it killed 16 doctors and six Catholic Sisters of Mercy. God. And sidebar, nuns kind of just creeped me out. What? I think, you know, um, 
on Netflix, the keepers. Oh yeah, like yeah. the picture. Of I her think it's just of, like the tongue. Yeah, not like nuns now, because then I mean, if you think about um, the Sound of Music, she. What? I'm just making a face because of the Sound of Music. I mean, I'm just saying, like sweet nuns, uh, yes. Sister Act. Oh Good. no, no, that's my jam, right? But I will say, I actually do know a nun in real life. Oh, and she's amazing. Well, and not weird at all. <laughs> no. <clears throat> well, you know, like, in scary movies and stuff, too, they always are, like, creepy. Well, you and... know what I think it is? I think it's because, one, the Catholic Church gets a bad rap um, because of, I mean, hello. Uh, do I even have to go into it? You Sorry. Just, you that was um, But I think that because people don't understand the religion and they don't understand, or the denominate, whatever. Yeah. Um, that they don't understand the the priest and the nuns and the you know yeah, like, their roles and mm-hmm. all that and it's like so i think that's why yeah i don't know yeah no i get that okay so they said there was a mysterious fire in uh well let me just say this it was shaped like a cross the the hospital the was? hospital i well, that's just setting up for a haunting thank you i'm like that's kind of creepy especially not, to not look kind of it is it. Could, could you not okay granted it was like 1642 i don't know what did you say <laughs> 1832 okay because what was that laugh what movie oh i know what oh santa claus yeah okay no um because what i was gonna say was could you imagine like an aerial view <clears throat> yeah of that i know they <clears throat> they did have a drone oh thing. Well, i mean then, obviously not then well but. and that's why i said wait wasn't it like 1600 yeah so there wouldn't be an aerial view of that yeah but, but it is it's so weird especially like in black and white and mm-hmm. just seeing that knowing there's paranormal activity oh my God, activity there <laughs> so yeah okay sorry so there was like an annex part that kept um the soldiers that they had to treat and then um but there was a fire there in 1918 and they just said it was a mysterious fire i looked and i couldn't see anything that they said like why it was mysterious but i found a review called the train nurse and hospital review train like train Choo-choo. sorry trained oh like it was their mm-hmm, like, like newsletter. Okay, okay. Um, and it gave an account of the fire. Um, it said no lives were lost, but all of the personal belongings were gone. Like of the soldiers, of the soldiers and um, inmates, because on like the fourth floor, it was a minimum uh, security prison. Just in this mental, it was a mental. Hospital? It had. It was a mental ward too. Oh god! Yeah, it was like because everything. They we all understand just, mental illness and crime yes. now. So why would they in the night early nineteen hundreds? Exactly. Yeah. And they also had like an not to say an outhouse. They called it a pest house, which like is a uh, pest control pest. <laughs> no, but it's where they. But, that, but is that how it spelled? Like oh yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. I thought no. Really, um, I can't understand words you're saying. I'm like. As in, this? they probably can't either. No, it's Ugh. my brain. No, it's me. I'll get better. Hello, <laughs> it's me. I don't think we could say that. No. Um, I'm just joking. I'm just saying, hello, it's me. <laughs> See, wait, just like the tune of a song. I mean, wait, are you Lionel, Lionel, or Adele? Lionel sounds like a Disney character. I think it was a um, Charlie Brown character. No, that was definitely Lionel too. Huh? They were both Lionel, not Lionel. Lioness. Oh, 
Is it? Yeah. Lioness. Yeah. When you said it, I was like, no, no that's, that's not that's right. Not See, it. that's what I get for being an asshole because I was wrong. <laughs> okay. Where was I? Oh, okay. So all of the personal belongings were lost. There were two veterans. They were both deaf and locked into their room and a doctor went and got them, like kicked in the door. Oh, good. Okay. I, that's and, not where I thought that story was going. No, well, I said there were no lives lost. That's true. But it was just like... God, could you imagine? Mm-hmm. Like they didn't know he, what he went burning Dahmer on that. Yes, fire and was like kicking and like saving them. Yes. Okay. So in general, hospitals have a lot of death. Like, yeah. I mean, okay. But this one has seen so many diseases. So many. Well, you I already mean, said smallpox and yellow fever. That's yeah, huge. Like huge outbreaks. Mm-hmm. You know. So I told you it was minimum minimum security prison. Mm-hmm. The mental ward and did I say what that was? What the mental ward was? I mean the pest house. Sorry. Oh no, you didn't. No, oh, okay, no. <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't think I. It's where they housed people who had infectious diseases. They learned after, I guess, whatever they had to quarantine people oh, too. Okay, okay, you know what I mean. So okay, but in that time period where this is taking place, mental hospitals did terrible things so you know they probably did too mm-hmm. lobotomies ice baths you know which sorry electro shock which, which is weird because i think lobotomies and electroshock are still a thing yeah someone they did that a lobotomy for oh my gosh i can't think of what it was but i was like no it was some weird like Tourette's I mean I don't know but really we probably will have to cut this out because I don't know what it is but it was something weird like could cure this or could do whatever. Well, they they do do like where they'll like go in and like zap a specific area of the brain. Now they don't like cut it out like a lobotomy, uh, but they will like shock it. Um, yeah, like specific parts of the brain, like where seizures are happening, or like you said, like Tourette's. And yeah, stuff like that. it is now known as one of the most haunted places because of all that. Whoa, you know, yeah. I mean, think of all of that into one building. You know, it's. Ugh. Okay, I got ahead of myself on that haul of that to tell you. In 1954, a former resident of Vicksburg, Lee Kuhn, he died and he left $400,000 to the Vicksburg Charity Hospital. Mm. In his will, Kuhn directed that a seven-person committee composed of three Jews, two Catholics, (gasps) and two Protestants be formed to decide the best way to disperse the money. Does that not sound like a Bible Belt joke waiting to happen? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> they walk I, into I, a, I was just about to say, walk into a bar. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I was like, That's what ridiculous. A random thing. But, and also, like, I can't decide if I love that idea or I hate that idea. Yeah. It's like, I hate it because I feel like there's so many people who are left out of that equation. But I yeah. also kind of love it, though, because of the time. Yeah. That, you know, even now, I feel like there's not a huge population of Jewish people in Mississippi. And, you know, to have them included on that board, I feel like was a little bit progressive, but then on the little, yeah, in a way, not, I don't know. It's like, I love the idea and I hate the idea at the same time. Yeah. Well, so they decided to break new ground on a new building and they renamed the hospital after him, hence Kuhn Memorial State Hospital. Okay. Okay, in 1989, it closed due to funding and politics. You know, 
I mean, isn't that everything? Yes. So that's a history. Okay. It's been vacant since then. Um, so um, if they haven't skipped ahead, we're here at the paranormal thing. Yeah. Okay. In 2014, some paranormal researchers from Mississippi, they investigated and strange things happened. Yes. <laughs> they were able to get a recording of a disembodied voice of a little girl saying, want to come play with me. <gasps> yes. I want to hear it. I'm going to link it in the blog. Yes. It was a YouTube <laughs> video. Um, another one saying, oh my God. And then please leave. What? And I'd be like, okay, bye. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> um, the K2 meter, which basically lights up if spirits are close, okay. you know, it was lighting Off up. Charts. Yeah. Wow. Like Katy Perry's fireworks. <laughs> And they also used a pendulum to, you know, like where they hold it over. Like the yes and the no? Yeah. I've done that. Mm -hmm. Um, But they, you know, communicated with the spirit. So then they were leaving the embalming room. Mm -hmm. uh, And one of the investigators put a tic-tac-toe, like did it with um, her finger in the dust on the table that had like the drains Mm -hmm. all going to it. Just to see, you know, like, because they had been messing with the pendulum Mm -hmm. to say, hey, you make the next move, you know, and just see. Well, an hour later, they went back and nothing was touched there. But a little bit further down on that table, help was written (gasps) out backwards in the dust. And spirits are known to write backwards like Red Room in The Shining. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they questioned. Red Room? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, red room. Yeah, you know, that's how you spell mushroom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like ghosts. That's what I'm so like. <laughs> oh my God, that was great. <laughs> okay, but so they ask everyone questioned, you know, and no one fessed up to it. And they were like, why would we lie? Because that's, you know, like the whole thing that they're, they're doing that goes against it, yeah. you know? So just like how crazy yeah. is that? And how hard would that be to write backwards? Like, I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to spell backwards anyway, but like it's written yes. like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so then there's a TV show called Ghost Asylum, and it's these investigators, Ghostbusters, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from Tennessee. They came and did an episode, and one of the investigators, Brandon, he has Asperger's, and spirits were, like, following him every time the K2 meter would go off. Everything... And they thought maybe they feel like he's a kindred spirit. Yeah. Because he would have been in the mental ward had it been that time. Oh, my God. Because it would have said, you know, oh, he has a mental disorder. They didn't know. They they didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So after the episode, the Mm follow-up, he said, like, he really does feel a presence with him still. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, my God. Crazy. Oh, my God. Uh, Which, again. Yeah, that's what's so scary about stuff. I know. I'm like, did we just open a portal Yeah, that we're never going to be able to close? Right. Okay. Did they hop on his shoulder and follow him home? Yes. No, thank you. Okay. So this is where it takes a turn. Okay. Even more. Okay. June 2015. Oh, God. That was so close. So recent. Yes. Okay. A group of ghost hunters were exploring 
and they found something that was not paranormal. <gasps> a body? Yes. <gasps> yes. Like, oh, God, tell me more. <laughs> okay. They found a trail of blood. All right. So it went down a flight of stairs, the trail of blood, mm-hmm. outside. And when they looked, there was a dead body in the grass, like on the side of the building. Okay. Mm-hmm. So bless this lady's heart. Her name was Sharon Wilson. She was 69 years old and she'd been murdered. God. She was shot in the head <gasps> and beaten really badly. Oh, God. So she like, was shot and that's like, what they could out. tell. Okay. No, she did not make it out. Okay. Um, she was drugged down the stairs. You could tell from the blood. Yeah. So they found the man who killed her, Raphael McLeod, 33 years old. He was driving with his nephew in her car. They were pulled over and the police discovered that it was stolen. Yeah. They had a gun. And so the police called and got a detective to go to the owner's house. Yeah. She's missing. Her house is ransacked. Is that it or ransacked? I think it's ransacked. You know, numbers, words, who needs them with a podcast? Right. But, um, yeah, so then they're like, wait a minute. We got a body, this, you know, like. What an idiot that he's driving a car with driving a gun. Car. And then obviously. Doing, you, I'm picturing like a 10-year-old. He's probably. No, he was like 20-something. Yeah. Um, he, they had arrested him too, but he was released without okay. being charged. Yeah. So what happened is that he stalked her, attacked her, tied her up, and raped her. <gasps> yes. Then brought her to this vacant, abandoned, dilapidated building. You know? Yeah. Probably not thinking that they would be found the same day. Right? You know? <laughs> but joke's on you. Sorry. Ghostbusters busted your ass. <laughs> You know, but um, so he was charged with the capital murder and seven other counts in the abduction and death of Sharon Wilson. Wow. Yeah. Paranormal meets true crime in one story. What? Yes. And the building is going to be torn down because it's vacant. They have open elevator shafts, you know, like it's just bad. And people, the ghost hunters, they keep going there because they get so much activity, but it's just in terrible shape but you know i wonder if they will continue to get the activity even when the building's torn down i don't know i bet so i mean because i just can all i can picture is um what's that um american horror story when um roanoke was that the one yeah american yeah horror story where it was like the house that yeah the one in um south carolina or whatever north carolina yeah we like the the woods and yeah Yeah. that's like all i can picture though is the yeah is that house and i just i need to look that up or if anyone knows what happens like if something is torn down and their spirits inside do they get stuck in that land you know that area or do they roam or what yeah it's so crazy. I don't know. Yeah. But I also found some pictures of the blood and on the oh, stairs God. and 
you know, everything. So I'll put that on the blog as well. Oh my God. That's crazy. So did you see anything else of like any more like crazy paranormal stories? No, unfortunately not with this, but there's so many um, places in Natchez, but most of it is civil war soldiers, you know, like apparitions, just stuff like that. That's huge. But I thought maybe since this was ended in a murder. Yeah, that's no, that, so, this is a good story. So crazy. No, this story was great. Um, um, and bless those people's heart. Can you imagine, like... Going there to hunt ghosts and... Like... Becoming a ghost yes. sleuth? Yes. No, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Or being like, oh, my God, this is some, where someone died. And thinking, you know, like, it's from years ago. Years, and yeah. it's from last night. It's fresh blood. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so bad. That's crazy. Yes. So happy Easter. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wonder too, like, did they do like experiments and stuff there on those patients and stuff before? I bet. And like, I wonder why, wonder what the one was saying when they were like, oh my God. Yeah. First of all, that's a very like modern. Well, cause it was like, oh my God. Oh. Like, it went, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think she was, like, the Irma girl. (laughs) So, they were, like, okay. Yeah. Oh. When you hear voices on the, like, the EVPs, Uh oh, it just, oh, so scary. When you can hear what they say. Sometimes it'll be, like, an EVP, and it's. Sounds like Charlie Brown's teachers or whatever. Right, and they're like, did you just hear what they said? And I'm like, hell no, it sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher. And they're like, yeah. they said. And then they, like, and it's like, no, nah, I didn't hear that. Yeah. But sometimes no. it's like, holy crap, that's what they said. Yes. Wow. I love stuff like that, though. I love to be scared, but I don't want it in real life. <laughs> I don't want to actually see something. I mean, I do, but I don't want it to harm me. No, oh, true. But uh, you can't control that. Right. It's like, can, I want to see a ghost, but can the ghost be nice and <laughs> yeah. just show me something cool and not, not a demon. Me? Yeah, Don't, like, possess me. I have rules for my ghost encounter. <laughs> yes. Can we make that happen? You know what? Um, we haven't seen a ghost, but we've been ghosted. By boys? Yeah. <laughs> one, one too many times. <laughs> the struggle is real. Amen. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that was a good first podcast. Yes. I hope y'all come back. Yes. Y'all come back now, you hear? Dang. <laughs> um, so we're on Facebook and Instagram. And Twitter. And our email address. Yeah, is aparanormalchicks at gmail.com. So like us, follow us, share us, email yeah. us, cool stuff, and let us know what you think. Yeah, on social media, we are the APC podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. And our website is aparanormalchicks.com. Should we shout out our intro and yes. our artwork? Oh, my gosh. Yes. We need a shout out to these oh. wonderful human beings that Nathan Summerall, I'll do his shout out when you can do um, Jason's for the artwork. But Okay, so. or you just shout it out too. <sighs> or, you know, I'll just say them both. Kai, sorry, I'm <laughs> so controlling sometimes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Nathan was a guy that we've known since college. Oh, he went to William Carey. <gasps> he, look at that. Full oh circle. Oh, my gosh. Full circle. Uh, we yes. spent many nights in the dorms at William Carey. Playing ping pong. Ping pong. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. So Nathan Summerall is an amazing. Pianist. Pianist, artist, human being. 
soul, old soul. He loved the Golden Girls. Oh, he 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 hanged it. He loves <laughs> the Golden Girls just like me. That's one of the ways we bonded. Yes. Um, and he wrote this intro in like composed. A composed. Well, excuse me. <laughs> Let me get with the pianist lingo. <laughs> I don't know the jargon, but I know the lingo. Yeah. Wait, that's the same thing. Hmm. Um. <laughs> But he did this, I feel like, so fast. He just, like, sat down and was yeah. like, here's three options. And it was, like, kind of all the same, but had a little bit of a difference to it. And it is amazing. Yes. He did such a great job. So, look at, check out him. Yes. I don't know. We'll have to see what his social media stuff is. So Yeah, he said can, he doesn't have. Um, he just has a personal. He doesn't yeah. have anything. Yeah. But, well, maybe we can get you in touch with him if you want. Yeah, because um, he's awesome. Yes. Oh, yeah. and Jason, he did our artwork. Love him. We met him in Hattiesburg. He owned Click Boutique and, I mean, did everything downtown. He He's amazing. Um, But he actually lives in New York City now. Mm-hmm. Um, And you can find him on Instagram at Mr. Uh, underscore Dashing. I'm gonna look that up while you. We'll we'll link it to in the show notes. But he is amazing. You can hire him. He is so skillful. Like love him. Everything about it. He knew exactly what to do. Like we gave him vague things, and he worked his magic. Yes. We are so thankful that our friends are here to help us. Yes. So Jason Daniel, and he is at Mister Underscore Dashing on um instagram so check him out because he has a website yes mr dashing.com um he and again you can see some of his artwork and stuff on here he took two pictures of us or you know a picture of donna a picture of me and drew us as conjoined twins and which you saw in the artwork and just you know we just kind of told him the style that we were looking for kind yeah. of um america american horror story circa the circus yeah the, the freak show freak kind show of season. Stuff. And he did an amazing job. Yes. Love so, him. So y'all check those two guys out that are amazing. And we appreciate um, everything that they've done to get us kind of up and running. And I guess that's it. Yeah. Y'all have a good week. We can't wait to hear feedback. And um, we will see y'all next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.